welcome to Bourbon and Batches, the podcast, season five, straight from Studio 77. Hound dog, slow riding, rotator here to, I don't know, give you an hour of our time, give you some uh, things to think about, and uh, comments and some bourbon. And I think we're each going to be drinking three different bourbons today, is that right, fellas? That's right. What do we got, uh, Slow? What you drinking today? All right, we're going to be drinking three different bourbons or a bourbon each? Because I can break out two more different bourbons. I can drink three different bourbons. I am okay. drinking. <laughs> okay, Mr. Wordsmith. What Elijah, are you drinking tonight? Hey, it's, that, uh, <laughs> hey, it's Quinny. Quinny's teaching me uh, you know, proper English. Okay, it's uh, Elijah Craig Small Batch is what I'm drinking tonight. All right, all right. Hound? Good old Rebel 100. Nice, nice. <clears throat> and I decided to do one of the show's favorite. Good old Buffalo Trace. Good old Trace. Buffalo Trace. Old it was BT. open. It was looking at me on my bourbon cart. And I thought I heard it saying, Drink me. Drink me. So I said, All right. You know what? I we'll think I heard it. that. I think I heard that all the way down here in Calabash. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, that's it. We're getting ready to go. We got some things to talk about today. We got some more uh, uh, this man, woman, transgender thing going on. Just an update and, on the story. And we're not talking about Hound Dog, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's not about, not about Hound Dog. Easy or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, I got a, some CMPD news um, on a uh, thing that's kind of Shocker. blowing up here in Charlotte. <laughs> yep. It Shocker. was a, uh, <clears throat> a little incident at a bus stop, but I'll get into that. Man, what were you? Were you like the glue that held that place together? And once you, loo- you left, you just all falling all apart? I wish I could say that, but no, because all hell was breaking loose when I was there, too. I just kept my shit kind of square the best I could, you know. Or hidden. Where I was was or hidden. Let you too. Hey, listen. <laughs> statue of limitation ain't up here, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to wait a little bit. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, Buffalo Trace, uh, one of my favorites. We've done it on the show before. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, here's a surprise. It's a daily drinker. It's one of my favorites. The only problem with Buffalo Trace, it's really hard to come by sometimes. Um, how do you guys... How would you guys say, why is it hard to come by? Is it just so popular? They just make a certain amount. What's the uh, background on that? Go ahead, Hound Dog. I think they, <clears throat> I think they just limit supply. The uh, distillery Simple. limits supply so they can, uh, you know, supply and demand. Yeah, so allocated, basically. So it makes every, yeah. sure every state gets a little bit instead of some places getting a whole yeah. lot. And and don't they also limit how many bottles you can buy at one shot, right? Uh, most places do. Yeah, totally up to the yeah. individual store. Yeah, yeah. I knew our store was one, sometimes maybe two bottles. Yeah, there in uh, the one we worked at John City, Tennessee, generally will put one bottle out at a time. Jeez. When that bottle's gone, they'll yeah. put another bottle out. Yeah, but there's actually yeah. websites if, if if our listeners are interested, go into and you can buy it by the case. You yeah, buy, okay. yeah, you, you can buy uh, one, two, I think six or a whole case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's great. It's, it's great color, great smell to it. You know, I first, no moved to, first moved here in the mountains, Johnson City. They had cases upon cases. They built a uh, a pyramid of just cases of Buffalo Trace in the middle of the floor. That had, that's how many cases they had. And they were selling it for $18 really? a bottle if you bought a case. I'm just saying when I go into my ABC store here in Gastonia, either one of them, the, 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 well, one, two, the three, they usually don't have them. Yeah. It's usually not there. Is that, is that what you guys find too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, here in North Carolina, but in South Carolina, right across – Basically, right across the street from me, man. It's pretty much readily available in a lot of places. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, just North Carolina, I'm talking. Okay. 
good, yeah, good to know. South Carolina is not a controlled state like North Carolina is. Right, right. So good to know. It's got a good smell to it, a little bit of a singe to it when you smell on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, it's lots of Craig's. That's real nice legs, nice color, like you said, as well as, as yours. And I can smell on the nose. It's 13% rye, and I pick that rye up right away. Very peppery, very uh, very peppery and deep on the nose. So this one here, I was we talked to the guys at the pre-podcast. The Buffalo Trace has several mash bills. The one I'm currently drinking is a low mash bill below <laughs> – uh, I'm not mash bill, a low rye below 10%, uh, which is my, is my deal. I'm not a high rye guy. So right. I really like it it's smooth. It tastes good. It goes down good. Um, definitely a daily drinker for me. I really like Buffalo trace. So if that's how you really feel about it. Yeah. I'm a man. A few words oh. when I like something, I like something. It's good stuff. <laughs> and it's about okay. a $30 price point, right? Is that where it is with you guys? Yeah. yeah 30, 32 bucks. I think. Yeah, somewhere yeah. along that. Okay, it's the same area. in South Carolina? Okay. Well, South Carolina you, uh, is a little bit cheaper. South oh, a little cheaper? Yeah, it's about 20. Last time I saw it, it was about 28 bucks. Okay. That's so, good. Yeah. Slow, you want to finish up Elijah Craig? And then yeah, we'll Elijah, with the hound? Elijah Craig, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. It's very uh, peppery, kind of flat on the on the up front, very dry finish. It's a um, little bit of vanilla, a little bit of leather to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to give it. Not to give it a five. A five? five. What was the price point on it? Do you know? I don't remember. About the same as Buffalo Trace, around around the twenty eight thirty dollar mark for the small batch. Okay. Hound dog, what you drinking, and what do you give it? Drinking the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the um, Rebel one hundred. Rebel one hundred. It's a uh, considered a straight bourbon. It's uh, from Lux Road Distilleries, but it says the distillery is undisclosed. It's a Distillery in Kentucky. What well, it down? There's very few distilleries yeah, in Kentucky. Yeah. It's uh, like I say, it's a hundred proof. The Mashville is pretty much undisclosed. They claim it's got corn, wheat, and malted barley. Uh, Twenty dollar price point for a fifth of it. And they used to be Rebel Yell, didn't it? They changed it. Yeah, they took the yell out of it. I think it was offensive to somebody. Not Billy Idol, for God's sakes. Rebel Yell. Yeah. 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 But you know it's it's got wheat in it, so you know I I'm automatically going to be drawn to it. So it's I like it a lot. I like it, but sweet wheat. But uh, I'd say I give it a seven hey, price t- point and the uh, sweetness of it. It's got a all right. So rebel rebel one hundred to seven. It's a daily drinker according to the yeah. hound. Buffalo Trace is uh, I gave it a nine. Definitely a daily drinker for the Rodnator. Elijah Craig didn't make it. Nah, down didn't low make five, it. man. Uh, Slow says it's a five, which is uh, on our scale of one to ten, one being shit, ten being good, seven being daily drinker, seven and higher. So it missed it by a couple points. It was right there in the middle of the road. Yes, yeah, so yeah. just just because it's just so dry up front. You look pretty finish. bored with it. You look, yeah, you look, you look a matter of fact. With yeah, it. I, wasn't, like uh, I wasn't very impressed with whatever. it. Yeah, well, no bells and whistles. Sir? Go get that toothache in a bottle you got there, yeah. Slow. <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a whistles wetted, right? We good? We ready to jump in? I think so. so All right. Rodney is going to start with some fire here. Another transgender cyclist story. <clears throat> and the reason <clears throat> I keep mentioning these is because it's a new story. Pops up. It's still going on around the country. And it's so ridiculous now we haven't worked this out and made it simple. 
men compete against men, women against women. And if you want to have a transgender, that's fine. Transgender against transgender. You don't mix and match. That's why we have a men's and women's divisions to begin with. You don't. I mean, it's in the women's bathroom. The problem, the problem I have with all this stuff, guys, is there's just no common sense logic. And that's what happens when the Rodnader doesn't agree with something. It's usually because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. Men can't compete against women, but transgender men can compete. It doesn't make any sense. It's the same thing. You're just titling them different. They still got a set of balls on them. They still been a man their whole life. They still got testosterone pumping through their body. Right. They've built more muscle over their lifetime. It's the same exact thing. A man's a man, a woman's a woman. But here we go. So this particular person uh, who was named Kyle uh, raced as a cyclist. Okay. And as, uh, and as of, as of late, as of April of this year, so six months ago, mm-hmm. uh, eight months ago, he was Kyle. Okay. Um, and he was racing in a man's cycling race. Um, he competed and he ended up coming in 44th place. How, how, how many? Uh, in a division, it's a, it's a male senior division of 18 to 22. Uh, didn't say how many total were in there. Um, At least 44. Cycling's, cycling's usually like the marathons. There's a whole shitload of people running. And they come in at all different times, but it didn't say uh, it didn't say what um, how many people were actually in it. It just said he came in forty fourth, <clears throat> and that's that's going to be an important point here. So that's April. Kyle in April comes in forty fourth in a cycling event against I'm a, I'm a other other men. Kyle, the men, okay. the man. <clears throat> right. Well, Kyle takes his name and adds an I in there before the E. Now he's Kylie. And here comes December. And he decides, I guess he's, he's trying to be, she decides. Uh, it, it. It's a Kylie decided. decided. It's a he I'll period. Decided. I'll be politically correct. Kylie decided to race in a woman's cycling race and was allowed to. And wouldn't you know, Kylie came in first place and oh, took took the title on that way. Say it, on that race. Say it ain't so. <laughs> and yeah. isn't that funny um, though? And, I mean, how can you brag just, about this? It's just so. And oh, happy, happy as can be. Um, yeah, got his little face frame there. Got his little hands underneath. See that? Yeah, yeah. Kind of looks like that. That Bud Light thing. D- Dylan Mulvaney? Yeah. See, that's the type of yeah, guy so. gets beat up at the bus stops at school wait, wait, before you go to, waiting to get, get on the bus for you to school. I don't know. The fastest female in the race was Jennifer Malik, who was awarded second place. The results of the race led to the International Council on Women's Sports to condemn USA Cycling. This is USA Cycling, guys, condoning this shit. For continuing to allow males. This is And this is their words, not my words. So don't tear, tear me a new ass. Well, he is a male. For, for continuing to allow males to self-identify into women's categories. Uh, after the championship, Small was interviewed on his success in women's cycling by uh, Eva Edwards, and he's he's happy as can be, you know? So, um, 
I, I don't I don't know what to say. I just you know I know we've talked about this before, guys, and I know kind of how you feel, but. The reason I just keep bringing it up is because it keeps happening and it needs to stop. The second we accept it and we just let it go and it's like just something else, yeah. it's ridiculous because women have been – and again, where are my feminists? Remember the feminists back in the day when I'd say, hey, hi, honey, go make me a freaking sandwich, and they yeah. jump your ass and beat the shit out of you? Where are they at these days? Where are they? I mean the big ones with the tattoos on their arms that go around they're, and they're say, ain't guessed on say that again and I'll bust your ass. Like where are those women at defending women? They're nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, and Gaston used to go to Casper's. He says a, a yeah, rock and roll rock clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, though, how these rights organizations are starting to step over each other. You know, first you have women rights, gay rights. Now you got the you know, transvestite rights, and now they're they're stepping on each other's toes. And so yeah. where do you draw the line? It, whose rights you're going to save or whose it. rights you're going to kick to the curb? Right. Now think about it. Women are literally being abused, being um denigrated everything the feminist movement tried to stop what they said was happening by rough tough males like us were doing to women you know the glass ceiling remember that glass ceiling where they couldn't get promoted up past a certain point because they had vaginas right that's too busy making sandwiches and cleaning the kitchen yeah yeah they were busy making me a sandwich and some and, and and a drink you know but now they're nowhere to be found. Everybody's silent. Yeah. They're not. I don't know how that's a how that can don't want to hurt no one's feelings. I think, I think that there are a there is a uh, uh, thing going on in Congress having congressional hearings about this very thing about the men competing in women's sports and they're trying their Congress I think or some of the people in Congress are trying to uh, pass it to where you can't do that. The thing about oh, it there's is definitely there's definitely support. Let's just I'm all sorry, just get slow. together. Let's all just get together and say you know what? No, you're not doing. It. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's done. No, you're not using the girls' bathroom. That's you're it. not going That's to compete yeah. with women. No, you're not doing it. You don't like it. Go make me a sandwich and lay down somewhere. <laughs> That's exactly right. You really want to be a woman? All right, Whoops. go make me a sandwich. Yes, right. <laughs> Start smacking around these transgender guys. Just a joke. Okay, it's a joke. But um, it is in Congress. There's well. a lot of support. There's a lot of support to keep it away. The small ones, the same- anyway. The big ones might beat you up. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same usual people who are turning a blind eye to it or wanting to allow it, and it's the same side trying to fight it. It's always the same people, and the only problem I have with these woke liberal idiots is that there's never common sense, logic, and what they always yelled about with COVID was science. Science. Ah, here we go. Guess what? Dude's got balls. He's got a penis, right? That's freaking, that's biology, right? Yeah, that's so biology. there that's it is. Science. Do you yeah. want him to show it to you? Is that cool? Because he's going to show it to the girls in the girls' bathroom when he walks in there to change out and go get a shower. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. No, it's it, not. It it's is. not ridiculous. It's what ridiculous. It? Yeah, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> then it would be a girl. <laughs> You guys, this is a serious topic, oh. and you guys are making. Oh, and you're right. It's aggravating as it could be. And it, it is very serious. serious. And the majority, I, I got think, two daughters. You know, if some if some dude wouldn't be happening, man, wouldn't be happening. Not with my girls. No, oh yeah, yeah same way. Happen. I understand. Something. Yeah, when the Target first came around, said we're going to allow the guys to use the girls' bathrooms. You know, yeah. if, if I was there with my yeah. daughter, she goes to the bathroom. I stand outside the door, and guess what? Big, even big old Rodinator. Guess what, big boy? You got to whoop me. To get in there, you might do it, mm-hmm. yeah. but the time you get through beating me up, she'll be through. So, it's yeah. it's it's it's, it's and, and that and that's even okay. The bike race is one thing that's that's wrong, but the bathroom's another issue because 
There's been plenty of incidents since this all started where men are going in there, exposing themselves, touching girls, doing all this. And it's, it's, and it's in, in the name of just wanting to be something you're not like, it's just like bizarro world here these days, guys, you can be whatever the freak you want. You know, you can do whatever you want as long as it's on the right side of the aisle, you know, uh, I should say the left side of the aisle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just ridiculous, but it's continuing to happen. I'm going to call it out like it is. The dude raced in April with men, got his ass fucking whooped. Then he races with chicks in December and beats them as he should because he's bigger, stronger, testosterone, the whole nine, bone structure, uh, center of gravity, everything, right. everything. So it's not fair. All right. Ra- the Rantinator is turning back into Rodnator. Give me a second. I, I kind of like the Rantinator. Yeah, I've never seen that. I've never seen it transition back into it. I've seen the transition into yeah. it, but never seen the tra- transition back. I'm I'm bringing it down. We podcast once a week, so you get a, you know you get like six days <laughs> to to get back to normal. Dude, when I think about this stuff when I'm in the gym, I'm going to do some thirty second spots too for our for our listeners. All I'm right, do see, a that pisses me spot. off. That pisses me off. Why is what? it Jim? Why can't it be Jennifer? <laughs> because it's Jim. You got to go to Jim. Why don't go to Jennifer? So yeah, it's not, not right. Jenny. Yeah. Why not freaking Jenny? Yeah, Jim. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if I walked in the ladies' locker room at my gym. Are you tell us that. You act like Rodney you never, would be stomped into you act a like you never, mud bottle. You act like you never did that. Oh, is this the wrong? Is this the wrong dressing room? I'm sorry. I just do like Porky's Revenge. I looked through the people. Remember Porky's the movie? Did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. It was. But okay, so I'm done with my uh, my uh, transgender uh, little little story there. But like I said, guys, I just keep bringing it up because it's continuing to happen. It needs to stop. They, and I, and I don't have a problem with transgender um, a transgender uh, competition between people who are transgender that's fine that makes sense right? right that makes sense so but um when the women wanted to stand up for their rights they burnt their bras right so these transgender people what are they going to burn their jock strap the jock straps yeah unless it's a transgender woman wanting to go with a man then she can have to burn her my bra again or her panties or something i guess because you know it works works both ways except it doesn't really happen a lot because they lose like hell because again women competing against men in these types of sports, men have the advantage just because of biology and because of the way they're built, you know? So you don't yeah. really hear a lot about it because they don't win a lot. You're not going to have a woman weightlifter compete, say, I feel like a guy today, and go weight, lift weights with guys. She's going to get destroyed, yeah. usually. I mean, there's some beasts out there who are women, but I'm saying most for the most part, they're going to lose, right? So right. it's always the guys taking advantage of the women. And that's why the feminists, like, where did you go? I know you're still out there. Yeah. You're just... You're, you're a bunch of cowards is what you are because I know you're out there because you ain't dead because I've been listening to your ass since I was freaking in my teenage years. So I know you're there and you're, you can't be any older than 50, 55, some of you, but you're not – your voices are not heard and you're not standing up for women and it's bullshit. And I would assume these ladies that stand up for women's rights would be Democrats mostly, you would think. Yeah, these and they're the ones supporting people. the transgender Yeah, you'd thing. think they would, they yeah. would be on their yeah. uh, Democratic uh, leadership. That's what I'm talking about. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. They get themselves tied in the knots because of one thing, they don't want you telling a woman to go make it, as we say, a sandwich, fooling around. But on the next thing, they'll let a guy compete against a woman and destroy her. I, like I said, I brought up that story a while back, guys, the MMA, which was brutal. An MMA transgender, a guy fought against a woman. He, and he, he broke her eye socket, broke her cheekbone, put her in a hospital, fractured her skull, and he's in the ring raised whatever the hell he is in the ring, raising his hand and they're taking around on a freaking stretcher. Yeah. Any other place he'd be in prison for that. 
Oh yeah. You can't assault women. Right. He had, he basically assaulted the shit out of a woman, but it was it was made legal. And 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 let me ask you this last question. As a guy, how do you feel about destroying somebody weaker than you? Like how does that make oh, you for feel? me that'd be a third grader, so pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how the I don't know how they could put up with it. Whether you're swimming against them, biking against them, in a cage mat, whatever, weightlifting. How do you feel when you're in there and you 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 sorry, you beat a bunch of women? That's something yeah. that you should you should beat a bunch of women at because you're bigger and stronger. You have the advantage. It's not because right. you're better because you've worked harder. I'm sure the women work hard in all their sports, as hard if not harder than men. But when you got equipment that comes with you built in that makes you just bigger and stronger, it's cheating. I mean, you got the advantage and you, it's not fair competition. I agree, but you can't blame them. You got to blame the people that allow it. Exactly right. Oh, I do blame because the people who it, to me, it's a mental health issue. That's that's where I fall with the people who are doing it, who are, are participating. Now, the people who are allowing it, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, they know exactly what they're doing. Thank you Y'all making me want to drink. Out of me. This irritates the crap out of me how, you know, we as a society is letting this stupid shit go on. I mean, and that's why, know, back, that's why, I, yeah, I keep, back 40, I'm sorry. Back, back 30, 40 years ago, what man. What the hell was that? never happened. That would nope. have never happened. Well, shit. All right, I put my buttons. <laughs> other, uh, other men, other men would have been like kicking somebody's ass yeah like yeah. you know other men would be like you're not competing against my you know like we just talked about you know and the mm-hmm. feminists would be out they, it would all be it would never happen because everybody was on the same page now we are so splintered and and sectioned off we have factions of people who are for this and for that and you can go on the internet now and become a group you could become a, a, a there's people dressing diapers and, and get on the internet and shit i mean there's all sorts yeah. of stuff going <clears throat> on you can find a niche if you want to belong to something, you can find a niche and do anything you want. And it's just crazy today. Or that's like crazy. that scumbag we talked about on the last podcast that's doing all the SWAT calling, the swatting. The swatting. Yeah, yeah. no, wait a minute. I got to call you out, Same Rod Nader. Was that, old, was that old, old guy joke aimed at me about being your diapers <laughs> on, on YouTube? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're wearing down below because we only see from the chest up. But you know, yeah. <laughs> you could be in and, your drawers and, right now. Yeah. And I don't want to know what he's wearing down below. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Too. We keep that. Yeah, Rod Nader's fine not knowing that. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, I just wish they would get that straight. You know, and the, and the other thing, last thing, Congress is having to deal with this. Are you kidding me? With yeah. Everything else be, going on in the world, we can't say that. Women, women compete against women, men against men, and then whatever other category you want to make, make another category. Mm-hmm. But that's it: men, men, women, women. Period. Yep. And we, they, and they can deal with the, all the wars and all the, the, the damn planets on fire, and they're doing. I mean, come on, just do like Miss Reagan said, First Lady. Just say no. Oh, yeah. Miss Reagan, who misses Nancy? Oh, I do. Right Nancy and, and Ronnie. Yeah. Oh, Ronnie. Yeah. Well. Well, well, uh, he's the reason we don't have machine guns now unless you have federal stamps. Don't be, don't, don't start on Ronnie. Okay. Because. Oh uh, no. Hey, I've I've done that before. He does a a thousand good things. He he does one thing, you know, no one's perfect. If you list this old podcast about a Mm -hmm. calendar we had in the actual studio back in Gastonia. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, it is about a fist fight because about hanging a calendar up or not. Yeah. It's my calendar of the whole calendar of Ronald Reagan. And yeah. slow ride, man, he is anti Ronald Reagan. 
I'm oh. not anti-Ronald well, Reagan. I'm just, yeah, you yeah, are. If we're going to hang up are. something in the podcast. Yeah, you are. Well, if yeah, you're anti-Ronald Reagan, then you're anti-every freaking everybody else except for Trump. Because <laughs> everybody, <laughs> no one held a candle to Ronald Reagan in my lifetime except Trump. Yep. Everybody else was fucking dog shit. And I'm, I'm including Republic, most of the Republicans. But no, too. he was an actor, though. How can you believe anything he says? He was an actor. He could sound like he meant it, look like he meant it, but he could be an acting. You don't know. It was his actions. It was his actions. Yep. His actions. His actions. His actions. There, there you go. He told Iran, guess what? When I get inaugurated, when I get sworn in, if the hostages aren't released, I'm going to fucking level your country. Yeah. What happened? They released Lee him 24 day. hours man, and Carter Lee couldn't Lee get day. the job done. No. Nope. Mm-mm. Carter left them in there for 470, 60 something, 70 days. Yeah. It was, let's not get off tangent, but that's why Jimmy Carter, what used to be the worst president, then Barack Obama came, then he was the worst. And now Joe Biden has eclipsed both. So I got Joe first, Obama second, Carter third. Carter tried to do well. He was a military guy, he loved hey, the country. I guarantee Peanut he farmer. loves the country. And he, he, but, but, but he was a good guy. He, he, he does a lot of great things. But his mind just – he just wasn't a president. He wasn't presidential right. material. Obama purposely tried to hurt the country, and he did. Race relations went in the tubes when Obama yep. came. It started with Obama in 08, period. That's when the country went down the tubes. And, yep. and now Biden's a third term. That's it. That's, but, and Biden's not hiding nothing. It's just the third term of Obama. It's just – it's ridiculous. Yep. Oh, now I do but, have a little bit just, – just to segue into something right quick, a little note I had taken earlier. Okay. And read uh, earlier, you know, look up uh, police news, try to find positive police news sometimes, you know, for these podcasts. And Trump says, if reelected, will identify state and local police nationwide from felonious lawsuits. You mean shield them? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Indemnify them, secure someone against legal liability. That's what that means. And now you got Biden wanting to do away with qualified immunity. You know, qualified immunity yep. basically says you can't hold the officer personally liable for working under color of law, unless he just totally one hundred percent neglects your uh, civil liability. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no one would want to. For people who who just heard what Slow said, people wouldn't want to do this job if every time I went out there and I encountered somebody, the thousands of calls I took over my thirty year career. Um, every time I could be sued by somebody. Oh yeah, you, you, uh, and you no would one be. would ever do the job, and you would be sued because today we're just a we're a suing kind of country, right? Even when you're wrong, people want to sue, so nobody yeah. would do the job. So qualified immunity protect, uh, protects police from these lawsuits, and the department handles them if they rise to that level. So qualified yeah. immunity is very important. If we don't have that, listen, Charlotte Police is 500 officers short. We were talking about this um, last week. On the one about the uh, lie detector folks blowing the whistle on how they're ignoring lie detectors and yeah. and psych evals and stuff. So we're 500 officers short already. Can you imagine if qualified immunity went away, guys? If qualified immunity went away, oh, yeah. <laughs> only morons would be joining. Well, oh, you'd have to have personal insurance and you wouldn't be able to afford that insurance. Right. It'd be so right. no Who would insure you? Oh, you're yeah. right. All right. I got a question for both of you guys. All right, make it an easy one. All right, my head. It is. Right. I think yeah. it's an easy one for me. <laughs> Biden invites you to the White House. Would you go? If Biden invited me to the White House, yes. For what? For what? A, for a dinner. Let's say, hey, uh, Rodinator, love your podcast. Won't you and your wife come to the pod, come to the White House and have dinner with my wife and I? All right. Chance of him saying that he loves our podcast that ain't happening. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, don't don't read into it. Would you go? Uh, if the President uh, of the United no. States right now invited you to the White House, would you go? This this President, no, no, I wouldn't. 
I tell him I had to podcast that night. Can't get yeah. off. Of, can't get out. I would. I would tell him I had to clean the cat's litter box. I think I'd yeah. go and stand on front of the lawn and show my boobs. Hey, that's already been done. I know, but yeah. they not with my boobs. <laughs> Did, remember the transgender fiasco they had? Yeah, and that's, that's, what, that's why I'm saying that for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you showed me that you got from. I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah no, no, I wouldn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Yeah, no. it, it'd be a it'd be a poor dinner too. Just watching him drool on himself. It goes still gravy I, on his tie and shit. I think the name of this podcast should be called <laughs> No, because it's that's good. To just say no. Just yeah. say no. I think it's the name of this podcast. Just yeah. say no and bourbon. You know, I, um, going to the White House, I would definitely go to the White House, but not with this idiot. And and oh uh, no, it, it would be an honor to go to the White House. But the way this this and it's and, and and like I said, it's just such a joke right now that the White House itself, like. Slow just said, if he invites you, would you go? Well, they already invited a bunch of these transgender folks to throw a party on the front lawn. They hung the uh, rainbow flag next to the American flag on the White House. You know, no flags are supposed to fly anywhere except the American flag. Like, right. not another country's flag. Like, all these other flags. Like, and, and they give such respect to this rainbow flag. Did but, you say flag you know, or fag? What did you say? Same difference. Take your pick. A flag. Take I'm sorry. <laughs> Take the L out. It's fag. <laughs> anyway, but you know, I tell you what. But the Confederate flag, you can't fly that damn thing, right? Oh, or any, any you'll be I mean, racist. Oh yeah, you're. Oh, absolutely. You're automatically. You're whatever. Uncle Jesse and Dukes of Hazard shit. You know. So, yeah. but um. Anyway, yeah. So I would say no. I honestly would say no because I would. I don't respect the man. I don't respect his, anything he does. The office I respect, but he's he's destroying oh, hey. it. He's just destroying it. I hate to keep poking the bear. Oh, you like poking the bear. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this uh, YouTube video. I think Hound Dog, you sent it to Rod and I. The black oh. guy. Yeah, the uh, uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Let me let me look back. And he compared that piece of crap uh, George Floyd to. Uh, Oh, big nasty! Yeah, big, big nasty! Big nasty. Yeah, yeah, big nasty. <laughs> yes, big nasty. So he compared Martin Luther King and Rosie Parks. He compared he, he the, spoke, both these two yeah. very wonderful people doing great things right, for folks, civil rights. Some, you you got the yeah. background, Hound? Or you want me to? Uh, he compared that. I, I kind of remember. I have, if you remember, go ahead. So this guy spoke at a city council meeting, and his name was. Um, he said his he injured, his self proclaimed his name was Big Nasty. And he was big. He, he was, was a, an old round fellow. He was kind of a big old burly round black fella. Came up to the thing with a little card, dressed nicely. You know, you think he's a preacher Very if nice. you seen just pass him on the street. Yeah, yeah. he had time, but he had to kind of. He had to kind of. Uh, guys, you agree the street kind of street lingo. You know. Oh yeah. Definitely. When he spoke, it was kind of street lingo. Yeah. You know. He had more bees say- than a beekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And he he was talking about everything was a they be he be yeah. There are a lot of b. He uses the b in the alphabet a lot. The b is there. Um. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He was comparing George Floyd and oh and I'm, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Derek Chauvin. We talked about how Derek Chauvin got stabbed in prison. Derek Chauvin yep. is the guy who was accused and uh, convicted of killing George Floyd, which we debunked here on the podcast, but that's another story. So the guy who tried to kill Derek Chauvin in prison is this guy's, what was he? I think we were the first to do that, right? Cousin? First to bring that up. Cousin. We probably were. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's his cousin. So he went to the podium to defend his cousin who's in prison, who tried to murder, (laughs) murder Derek Chauvin. 
and how we should get a pardon or some type of medal or a statue. And, just like a statue, a statue out front. Yeah. yeah. And he went like this. I think he should get a statue and it should be right out here out front. And he pointed out the back of the building while he's talking on the mic. Yeah. So he wants a statue erected of his uh, his cousin who's doing 50 years in prison connected with the Mexican mafia because he almost killed Derek Chauvin. And then he went into a rant how George Floyd is in the same uh, stratosphere as Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, uh, Rosa Parks. Um, and all that, he just was off the chain. And then he gave his, he gave his money app. What, what was the, what was the app he gave to donate money to some him? Kind of, some kind of cash app. He, get, yeah, he gave his, yeah, he gave the guy, gave his the bad guy's to commissary. Yeah, yeah. To put it, to put it as his, his cousin's commissary commissary in prison who tried to kill Chauvin. So if y'all want to, des- y'all want to donate to my cousin's a commissary. So he did a hashtag. Big nasty plus plus plus, you know. And then he said, and then and then he literally said this, and this is a quote. I remember this because I remember things like this. Any of you quote big booty hoes want to get up with big nasty? Remember that? He said he was talking to he'd be on the council there, or he's just talking people in general. I I didn't know show the council. I like to see the council. Maybe just talking to one of the the ladies on the council. Maybe there's some big booty hoes up on that council. In what town or what what city was this? Do we remember? I don't know what I said it was. Never did say. I don't know. I don't know. When he started talking, I just I heard certain things and they just in, in, like in my brain. I'm like, so if, he just yeah. said any big booty hose <laughs> at a city council meeting. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't stop him from talking. He talked the whole time. Oh yeah, and then walked off. They didn't yeah. say, hey, you know, uh, let me stop <laughs> well, right there. Booty hose. You know, you're yeah. you're you're, de- you're degrading our system. You're degrading our city council meeting you're degrading yeah. this whole thing they wouldn't stop it up shut him down so and if our is, listeners want to find that well, what's the best way to research that you think uh and, the, and, and, and what you just so said they research big booty ho big booty ho they're probably with the same thing that we found oh don't do that and don't read and don't 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 uh don't google white house either because something else comes up on that you got to make sure you get the right white house if you Trust if you google that. uh george floyd's uh dealer speaks on Derek chauvin's prison attack a must watch. It's on YouTube. George Floyd's dealer, because he was a drug dealer, made a drug dealer on this video. Right, right. right. But his uh, fentanyl didn't kill people. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, he, he had good fentanyl. So people listen, Big Nasty admitted his fentanyl, Big Nasty's fentanyl, doesn't <laughs> kill people. Kind. It's good yeah, stuff. So if you want kind. fentanyl, find yeah. a big, yeah. So yeah. if you want fentanyl, hit off Big find Nasty. You. Big Nasty, hashtag. Big nasty. <laughs> find you a big booty hoe and go find Big Nash and trade out for some. It's not big booty, it's big booty. Big booty. Yeah. Is that wrong? Come on, slow. You got to get with the lingo. You lose the after you retired, you've lost all your lingo. It's big booty. Big booty hoes. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. That was funny. And if you are a big a booty hoe, please comment down the. <laughs> Down in the comment, let us yeah. know what you think about it. Hit the, the like button if you're big. Hit the like button and subscribe. Hit the like and subscribe. Hey. And send but us a know, picture. This show, this show doesn't discriminate. So if you're a skinny booty hoe, you could still hit the like button down there, yeah. too. We hey, don't yeah, well, big, small, yeah, skinny, you, tall. You, yeah, the, the other crack, crack people out there, we, we don't discriminate against crack people. Don't just be fentanyl. Okay. You be crack people. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just, 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 just hit the button. Oh, I got, can, can I tell a story right quick? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you're taking over the show here. Okay, we had an agenda, <laughs> but we're going off the freaking rails. Hang well, on a second. Before, hang on a minute. Let me just get you started. Here comes here. that rabbit hole. <laughs> I've got notes. Go ahead. Oh, speaking, so it makes it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's, it's official. <laughs> All right. Speaking of speaking of big booty hoes, now this is a uh, yeah. Back you you know used to work vice narcotics of course. Hound dog did too. We all worked that at some point and. 
you know, you, you, you meet these prostitutes. And one day I am riding around in my black and white, in my police uniform, I'm working. And I see one of them, and I can't remember her name. She's walking down the street, and I say, hey, girl, you got to get off the street. You know, everybody knows cops is her last name. We always use last name. She says, Covered, go get me. Go down to McDonald's, get me a hamburger. I said, get your hamburger. She said, I'm hungry. Go get me a hamburger. Now, I'm in uniform. I'm working. I said, well, girl, what am I going to get for my hamburger? She said, uh-uh, uh-uh, you'll take me to jail. I said, girl, ain't no way I'd take you to jail. I said, you serious? I said, yeah. She said, pull down around the corner. I'm in my police car, and I'm working. Mm-hmm. And I pull around, and uh, I said, how bad you'll take cheeseburger? She says, well, uh, I'll give you, I ain't, ain't going to go into detail what she says. She, 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 she solicits me for crime against nature for a cheeseburger. I said, you sure? She goes, yeah. I said, all right. I get out of the car. I said, put your hands against the car. She smiled real big. She bowed her back up, stuck her butt out, and just smiling at me from the back of the police car. Oh, yeah, up against she the thought you were about to, she yeah, thought you about to deliver something. You were about she, to deliver hey, something. She thought she was going really hey, to really get a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Maybe a I, quarter pounder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it might have cheese on it, too. Probably, probably a fish sandwich. I put some uh, cheese on it. All right, y'all, y'all bring this oh. whole podcast down. <laughs> when I put the, I put handcuffs on her, she started bawling out, crying. I took her for the master, and I can't remember who the master was, but she's up there squalling and screaming. He lied to me. He lied to me, and I didn't even get my hamburger. <laughs> and she went to jail that night. No and, shit. And I promise That's you, dirty, dude. That's every dirty. time, that every time dirty. I seen her at that, she goes, "You stole me a cheeseburger, a hamburger. You stole me a hamburger." Yeah, that's so, that's true story. Do you remember what happened when it went to court? Oh, I, I, if it did, I only can't remember. I don't know. I'd love to have done that. Been oh, that'd been so funny. Oh, it would be. I fun. can't remember yeah. if it even went. Yeah, you know, a lot of times they get them time served and oh, you know, yeah, kick them back absolutely. out. Yeah, that's right, a true story. A story. All right, I got a story. Come off a slow ride now. The whole show's all screwed up. All right, here's a here's a story for you. So you know, uh, uh, my wife worked uh, uh, policing too, and she would do the prostitution reversals. So, and what that means, folks, is uh, a female officer will go dress like a prostitute and go out on the street and act as one and try to make cases on the Johns. Instead of always going after the prostitutes, you would go after the customers who are the Johns. Those are the guys who want to hire a prostitute for sex. Yep. So she, she was out and this guy flagged her down and went and she goes, okay, pull over here, pull over here. And she goes, okay, what you want? And the guy said he doesn't have any money, and she goes, "Well, what, what are you what are you going to pay me with?" He goes, "But I got this box of chicken." Oh hell! What kind of chicken? And she said. She said, "What kind of chicken?" <laughs> oh, you got good girl. Oh, jangles. She goes, "You got it." Pull around the side of the building. Pull around the side of the building. Hooked his ass up. He went to jail for soliciting with a box of chicken. <laughs> oh, jangles! That's a good case. Chicken. She made a case with a box of chicken. I think oh, it was extra man. crispy too. So yeah, that was that was a good one. What was and the Bojangle box? That's got the tea and everything in it. One one last one I'll tell you just because it's funny, but it's cruel. She uh comes up to a car and the guy looks out the window to her and he he's doing something like this, and also this is what you hear. I want some pussy. He had one of those he had one of those he had one of those throat things. The, mic up the throat things. Yeah. And she goes, What the hell? He goes, how much for some pussy? And he had the damn thing. She goes, go on, go on, get out of here. 
I'm a cop, you fucking moron. <laughs> he took off in the car. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> some oh. of the crap we run into. Oh, man. You name it. We've right. pretty much seen it. I got one more. Any more stories? One more. Back? One more right quick, and I promise I'll shut up. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't All mean right. for us to go down this rabbit hole. I've That's told okay. this on the prior podcast, I think on the uh, audio side. Mike Butts, you know, Reggie, you know Mike Butts. He's, yeah. he's, uh, he was yeah. my partner in, uh, in Vice at some point. And, you know, my take home car, now my, my cool car, you know, take home car, the cool cars, the cars we see some bad guys and they ordered to the police department was a 280Z, a two seater. Yeah, well, I like those. Those were cool. Oh, man. Cars. It was a nice little car. It was nice. It was white. I think, uh, red or black tier. I can't remember, but, Long and long and low. Yeah, yeah. We, we're yeah we're riding and we're cruising down we're down Gaston Avenue, you know, Ralph May, May Avenue is where all the prostitutes were, and one flag just down. And I pull up, put them on butts aside. I'm, I'm driving. Long story short, uh, she slits this for a party. So how much all night? She gives a prize for all night, and a butts look at me. Don't do it. I said, girl, get in the car. Guess where she? She sits <laughs> on butt slap. In a two seater. <laughs> oh, two seater. She's sitting on butt slap. <laughs> And that's not the that's oh she's nasty she's you got them, you got them sitting on butts oh yeah they're nowhere for, it's that a two seater your ass motherfucker there's no uh-uh. there's no reverse I would say, wait I need a towel put a towel down on my lap. we're riding down the road she's I know a place to go we go around around the corner I says oh no 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 we got our own apartment we go there we got all night we get our apartment she goes you sure I said yeah so we just go to the apartment I'm going to the police department so I cruise in the back of the police department. She goes, oh, my gosh, are y'all cops? I said, girl, no, but our apartment's above the police department. Be cool. You with us, you're fine. Now, we're in plain clothes. We, you know, we get out. She follows us through everybody. Hey, hey, Carver. Hey, bus. You know, we're talking these, these uniform officer stuff. You know, it's like normal. We go upstairs, and she's looking around. She's looking like she's scared to death. And soon we go into the vice narcotics above the door. It says, vice narcotics. She goes, hey, wait a minute. Y'all are cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, man. She walked herself into jail voluntarily oh, yeah. into the police department. And it said police on the damn building. Jesus Christ. She bleed right to the point she's at Vice Narcotics, and she realized. Oh, my God. Yep. I don't oh, think Bus has ever forgiven me for that, by the way. No, and he probably had to throw his pants out because, you know, you know what that's uh, you know? Talk about big yep. booty. But those are two stories. There wow. you go. <sighs> wow. Where were we? We had something else All on right. the table. What was it? I had something. Anybody got anything? You want me to hog? I'll, I'll take the whole. Yeah. I'll take yeah. it away. Go ahead. Where you so, yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> get, get the gab. Yeah, you're a loud mouth. That too. Uh, so um, a local story that's going on right now, and this hits near home because I was with the Charlotte <clears throat> Police Department, and I, I know what they're going through right now with this shit. It's just, it's crazy. A simple stop. Okay, guys, you guys within, you know, when you were out policing on the street before you were Sergeant Slow and I know Reggie, you you've been on the street longer than all of us probably because you know you you, you stayed there. <clears throat> but just a simple stop for marijuana. <clears throat> so let me set it up. Two people at a bus stop. Uh, turns out they just got off work. I'm good with that. Uh, but they're smoking something. One of these new vapey smoky things. All right, and I'm not all very right. I'm not very um, up on all the things. That's but it's, it was a THC type of vape thing. Okay. Apparently, and, and THC is the chemical in marijuana that gets you high and all that stuff. Right, right, all right. right. Uh, 
So they're so they're smoking that, but there was a smell of marijuana in the air, according to the officer. Well, they went to the bus stop. They questioned the people about it, and they said, "No, it's just THC. We bought it from the vape shop." And he said, "Well, then why do I smell marijuana?" And you know, when you smell marijuana, like us, when we go on a traffic stop, somebody rolls down a window. Wow, you yeah. get hit with that smoke, right? Yeah. And you're like, "I'm not smoking." I go, "Dude." Your car smells like Cheech and Chong's fucking next movie, you know? <laughs> and um, so anyway, so the guy, the, the officer says, okay, they're not really cooperating with why it smells like marijuana. So he says, stand up for me. I'm going to pat you down. And there was a little bit of resistance. He's okay. How about just put your hands behind your back for me? And then the scuffle starts. Well, this is before the body camera uh, footage was released. The allegation was the officers illegally arrested them. Um, the video from a cell phone shows an officer doing this. Well, some bystander. Yeah, bystander. Officer doing this. Okay. And he's hitting something. The female's laid out and he's hitting something and he's hitting the female. Male officer hitting a female. This is yeah. what this is what the news shows. This clip. Of course. So right away, everybody gets mad, including like 90%, 99% of people get mad at that. Me. I always got to pause and go, wait a minute. I'm going to wait for the whole thing to come out because I did well, this for 30 years and I yeah, understand what happens. Full, what's the full story? Yeah, but most people get juiced <laughs> up and that's why the news do it. News will throw stuff out there to get you guys agitated as shit. And then usually that's the only thing you remember in your mind because you never see the follow-up. And you just say, Charlotte cops beat people. It's not the way it is. But anyway, so this is what happened. Fast forward. Uh, all hell's breaking loose. The news has got it, this video, because people gave it. Gave it to the news, right? right? So then we, the police department, ask that the body camera footages be released so people can actually see what happened. So they released the body cam footage, and sure enough, you see that when the officers approached, they did, they talked to him, and when they stood up, right when they tried to put hands on the guy to put his hands behind his back, the female, uh, the female punched one of the officers in the face. And it was on... <clears throat> It was on from there, you know, took it to the ground. And then the part of the video where uh, the, the, the one male officer is punching like this looks like he might be, I mean, just beating the crap out of her, right? Well, it turns out he was punching her in the large muscles of her thigh along the side, which is the common peroneal nerve. Is that correct, fellas? It sounds good. Yeah, and that's approved the nerve. in most police departments. That's, yeah. the, that's where you're taught to hit the large muscle groups of the leg. Um, the, the upper back, you know, stuff like that, stuff that won't do any damage, but that common peroneal nerve that runs down your leg, um, will, will gain compliance because she was keeping her hands underneath her and wouldn't give her hands up. And at this point, we don't know if she has weapons and so forth. So that's what that was about. Plus she punched an officer in the face. So they were kind of escalated a little bit because she was right. combative. Um, so as the video further goes on, they find a unlicensed illegal gun in the guy's waistband or in his backpack, one of the two. Uh, I believe he was a felon uh, with a weapon. So it starts to go downhill from there. But what the, what the body camera shows also is in the interview room, the whole, the whole, the whole way down where she says, yeah, we were smoking pot. Yeah. Well, I mean, and she's just, and, and the aggressiveness of her, you know, mm -hmm. just shows what kind of state of mind she was in and how she acted. To, she goes, yeah. Well, when they grabbed my boyfriend, how else are you going to react? You're going to punch somebody too. So like all this, all this comes out after the fact and then people go, Oh, okay. So she did punch the officer when they tried well, to. Logical people the did everybody. I'm sure some still try to show their butts. 
Well, of course, of course, some. But you, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, when, when they just show the clips that 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 start the fire, you know, and and people just see that and they, and they get the bad taste. Sometimes they don't get the rest of the story because they don't follow it. But right. this is that's what happened here. So th- they're dealing with this right now. And what what annoys me the even more than anything is think about this guy. So what we're dealing with here is we have CCW. Uh, weapon by a convicted felon. If he was found, if he, let's say he's not, because I'm not positive on that. But let's, uh, in fact, I could look that up real quick. But um, uh, assault on an officer, um, and so forth, and all those charges were dropped by the DA because the DA didn't like the way the video looked. So which which video? The uh, officer's uh, body cam video. They didn't like. The they didn't like the whole standing? thing. They didn't like the whole thing. They just dropped. They dropped. They dropped all the charges. So the female punched the officer in the face. Got off with assault on an officer. Charge Guys dropped. carrying CCW charges dropped. Charge dropped. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything dropped. And so <clears throat> this this shows a couple things, guys. And you already know this. I'm talking to our, our our listeners. This shows two things. We don't back our officers. That's number one. The next time I see people smoking dope at a, at a bus stop. Why will I stop and approach them? Yeah, the when the last officer. time I did, what, yeah, when the last time I did, this shit happened. Right. You dismissed all the charges. I went through shit. I went to IA and all this. Why would I do that again when I get paid the same amount of money to drive by and go get me some of that Bojangles chicken I like, yeah. like we talked about last segment, and, and, and wave, <laughs> and wave at him, and wave at him. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I like that. Yeah. And now, but think about it. If I drive by that bus stop and it's the same situation, that means the guy at the bus stop has a gun. And I just drove by and let him have that gun. And who knows what he's going to do with that gun later. Oh, yeah. So everybody's got to think about this. Well, why did they mess with him anyway? They just getting off work. Number one, I don't know if they're getting off freaking work. It doesn't freaking matter. If they're smoking pot, it's against the law. I know yeah. people today say pot should be legal. I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm not saying it should. But it's I'm not. taking a neutral. I'm taking a neutral position right now because I just don't know enough about it because I hear some people say it's a gateway drug and some people say it just should be legal. Whatever. Whatever your thing is, I'm not, I'm not fighting you on that. Right now, it's illegal in North Carolina. So don't fucking do it. Yeah. If you do it, you can get some cuffs on you. You can get a ticket. Yeah, suffer the consequences. That's just how it is. Yeah. So if you're smoking marijuana and cops pull up, the excuse that, oh, it's not a big deal. It's just marijuana doesn't fly. It's against right. the law. So comply and go to freaking jail, you moron. Or like, don't smoke it at a, or like don't saying, smoke hey, it at a bus stop. It's like saying, hey, I can right. beat her. She's my wife. It's yeah. okay. There you go. And yeah. the feminists aren't around, so just go ahead. Yeah, yeah it's cool. She didn't make me a no, sandwich. No, but smoking mar- marijuana is illegal, so you don't do it. That's it. And if the cops come out with you, get caught, then you got caught playing the game. Take your lumps like a man or a transgender man, whatever the fuck you want to say, and, go, and just go to jail. That's cool. Yeah. You're right. What do you guys think? I just ran again. No, Jesus Christ. Now, the thing about it is, generally, the, the officer stops and checks those the those <laughs> people who smoke marijuana are probably your good officers. One out there actually out there, you know, shaking the bushes, looking for bad guys, yeah, trying, doing, you know, trying to, you doing know, their job. Yeah, doing, doing their, their job. job. Can we you be get, honest? Yeah. I guarantee you that wasn't a 28 year veteran stopping at a bus stop checking people for smoking marijuana. I guarantee it was an under five year officer doing their job. Oh, yeah. yeah. So but then you get oh, see, yeah. then you yeah. get the some of these. Smarter. <laughs> no, the they, they're, they're, they're burnt out. And they've already, like you said, they've already been there. down the road. Okay, yeah, this they've been down that road. I've done all this for nothing in not vain. So shit. crap on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you got these yeah. other nasty old lazy officers. 
They won't yeah. do anything at all but ride the yep. shirt tails of the good yep. officers and show up on the calls late, stay on longer yep. than they should be, so they don't have to answer other calls, and they just scave through no problem. Sergeant Slowride has seen some lazy-ass officers, I can uh, tell. There's a couple of females guests on your PD, Why are you man, looking at me like that for I, I think he's know. looking at hound dogs. Yeah, a couple I think of, he is too. A couple of guests on police officers, <laughs> female police officers. Man, they would they they weren't worth their weight in gold. And, and if they had their weight in gold, it'd be a lot of gold. <laughs> Are you saying they were big booty? Oh, hope. Oh. They would probably take effort, so they couldn't be that either. <laughs> but generally, they'll put so, these people. They know they're, they know they're useless. Now put them in other positions to do things at the police department just to get them get them out of eyesight and out, off the road. And they're awarding right. these people for not doing their jobs. An the officer does do their jobs. Generally, like you say, gets burned out because look what happens. And you know so what? Let me that s- that brings ahead, up Hal. a story right quick. Uh, uh, this my third, let let, this let my me put a disclaimer out here, Hound Dog. When I say about these, these, these old uh, nasty Christ. female officers, I'm talking about you know, back when I was working. Not the girls now. They, I'm sure, and there were a couple of, of uh, women on the PD. Man, I'd, I'd love to go to any fight call with them. Yeah. They were great. So, so back in the I can't remember the years, but uh, in maybe the early early two thousands, when uh, Terry Salt you came retired in uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg and came over to guest on his police chief, really good he chief. Probably, yeah, he wasn't there. Probably I knew him back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, he, he he probably wasn't there. Maybe less than a year when this happened, but uh, was on night was on night shift. I think slow riders on the same shift as I was back then is as a sergeant. And, uh, we, uh, a couple of us got into a altercation with a, a guy where we had to pretty much fight the guy. We had to fight him to get him under arrest and take him to jail and everything. And chief salt called the three of us into the, his office in his conference room and said, I just want to let you guys know that you were totally in the right do not ever be afraid to do what you just did. He said, and you know, as long as I'm here, if you're doing a job and you're in there right, you have, you know, you have no worries at all. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a pretty damn stand up thing for a chief to do. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's a good chief. Sure. Yeah. Most we, don't chiefs have, was, we don't have enough chiefs like that now. Yeah. But chiefs you know, like that today are too political. What happens to chiefs is when they get some level Deputy major, deputy chiefish in there somehow. You start going to enough city council meetings. You start talking to the mayor enough here and there. You start yeah. to get political. You start to you start to see what they want. And it starts to kind of, kind of, kind of soak into your brain, and then your cop brain starts to get over overwhelmed mm-hmm. with that, and then it it, it it turns you into a big fucking nothing, right. and and a, and a, and you don't get respect anymore because you just turn into like another councilman. You know, but yeah. you're in a uniform, you know, an administrator. That, remind, that reminded me of something when we were talking about uh, lazy officers and older officers who know better. That is my whole entire argument, guys, for this 30 year retirement to go away. Why would you keep officers for 30 years when? Uh, at, at 30, the 30 year mark, the youngest you're going to be is 51 years old, right? 21, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Whatever. What's sick time? You're going to be 50 year old guy running around. After all the years, if you're in patrol for 30 years, you are not the same person you were when you started at year one through five. My point being is if we could get 25, even 20 year retirement, like in New York, 
you would be getting rid of the older, less, uh, more um, beat down officers out who've been through it, who might not be as proactive. You get them out, you get them retired. And for the money you pay them because of their leveling up each time with salary, you can hire three new officers who are 21 years old, ready to shit kick and eat, eat, eat nails, you know, and, and do, do the job. But yet we still have 30 year retirement here. We hang on to people so long and thank God for me, guys, I'm speaking for me alone. I couldn't do patrol for 30 years. I would have been fired a long time ago. Cause I would have been on a video well, take, and, and I would have been whooping somebody's fucking ass and this song would have been fired. So good thing I was able to get promoted because if not, I would, God bless, you know, whatever, whatever had me get promoted a couple of times, it saved my career. Cause this, I, this sums it up right here, Rodinator. I'm a rookie and I've said this on the podcast before. I'm a rookie, one year rookie, an old guy, you know, getting ready to retire guys. He looks at me, he goes, Hey, rookie, how long you got? I said, 29 years. He goes, I'd shoot myself. And I'm thinking, man, I'll do this for free. <laughs> Are you serious? We can drive, As a rookie. Yeah, we can drive, a fast, yeah, drive yeah. cars fast, pull over, fat, oh, ba- uh, fight bad guys. Yeah. Man, this is great. Fast forward 29 years, and I know exactly what he was talking about. Not only that, but do you remember when you guys, if you were like me, I don't know if you guys had the options, but when I was, when I was a rookie, you could put in for what district you wanted. Did you guys have that? Yeah, we, we were rookies. We didn't have districts. We had sections. Sections. Could you put in for what section you wanted? At the, the one we were rookies, no. Okay, so we had a list, a, a wish list, your top three areas you want to work. And my dumbass put in for the roughest, violentest areas there was because in my mind, I'm like, action, kick ass, fucking go, 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 right? Not thinking that my dumbass will be out there slinging blood and all this shit and getting shot at and all this and fighting. Meanwhile, the guy over in Ballantyne who picked the quiet area is getting paid the same money Drinking coffee, eating a fucking donut or some shit, if we want to get stereotypical, or a multigrain roll because we're healthier these days. But <laughs> he'll be he's making the same money. And after about the two, three, four mark, I'm like, you know, I yeah. don't get me wrong. You get the experience in those rough areas, you get the experience. It's great if you get promoted out of those rough areas because then you can you can handle any calls and any situations, right. homicide scene. Hell, there were some homicide scenes in Metro Division when I got promoted to sergeant. I'd have two or three homicide scenes in one night, one sergeant, you know, but I had a great group of guys and we were used to all these murders and all this blood and shit. We handled it. But my point is you get paid the same amount of money to work the hard areas as yeah. you do the easy And you sure scratch your head thinking, right. how can I ever see that Ballantyne officer in court? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's never in court. And his uniform's always pressed. Oh, always, yeah. No, no extra scars on his face. Nice and clean. He's never, he's never an IA. Yeah. What is that dude doing? Well, see, for me, when I when I was a rookie, I was uh, assigned to the uh, west side of Gastonia, a section in the west side of Gastonia. Which is that the bad side? Yeah, it's typically the work the you know worst side of Gastonia, the uh, the lower income, you know, where the projects and Wait, all that stuff. I think are. I live in West Side Gastonia. <laughs> you live in Central. Actually. Yeah, you're Central. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I did that up until 1995 when I went into narcotics. Then when I came out of narcotics in 2006, I think, I went back to the west side of Gastonia to work as a patrol officer. And I tell you what, I would say what uh, 66% of my career, I worked the west side of Gastonia, the rough section. 
I would not trade train that trait. Fuck. I would not <clears throat> change that for nothing. Easy Have another for, drink. Easy for you to say, Hound Dog. Yeah, I know. I oh, know. but you did. Talk, oh, but you did. You're talking like Big Nasty, Hound Dog. <laughs> he did. He traded that in for riding a pine down in Central District on Main Avenue. I did. Had I his did. own office. My, my last five years, I did. Downtown. I, did I had my own office in downtown, but, but it was that whole experience working that side of town. And, man, I got to see stuff that I would never thought I would have got to see. Got your club name. Doing that. And I so listen. Club. Yeah, I did. So I know we're we're about it. We're about at our end here, but I'll agree with you on this. So I started out in Eastway, a rough district. And then when I got promoted, I went to Metro on the west side. So I did 15 years in patrol and sergeant in kind of the rough areas. And I talk shit about it, but <clears throat> saved a lot of lives, put a lot of bad people in jail, got to kick the shit out of a lot of bad people who deserved it. Yeah. And I can say that now. Loved it. My guys were solid. And and those guys who work those areas, I don't have to be on scene. You got one shot? Yeah, you got it. Yep, set it up. Okay, I'm on this other homicide scene. It was that simple. We had a well-oiled unit, and those guys were solid. And every night, they go out there. God bless them, dude, because they are doing a job, especially today when they don't have the backing they might have had back in my day. But God bless them, man. There, there's, some, there's some bad motherfuckers out there protecting people. Yep, and you need to remember that before you badmouth a cop. You need to remember that. That's right. What they do from time they could be on a call with I mean, a cat in a tree, and the next call they're getting shot at. You got to remember that, folks. It goes from yeah. shit. It goes from zero to a hundred real quick. Or going from a, a uh, infant being murdered to mm-hmm. you know, you know, helping some little old lady across the street. I had a mother stab. I had a mother stab her uh, her, uh, her eight month old baby seventeen times. Kill it right there. And I walked yeah. in, and she's holding her baby with a knife in it. Yeah. Excellent. All right, way to leave, leave on a positive, upbeat note. Let's leave on this. Big booty hoes go to <laughs> nasty daddy, big nasty daddy. Yeah, we we are running a little dot. long, but I do want to say something. I think I'm right. And if, if You uh, said we're long. 30 years, somebody about the 30-year retirement. You know, now, rod again. you know now you know now state of North Carolina, you can't retire until you're 55, even if you start when you're 20. Yeah. You have to work like 35 right? years yeah. before oh, you can man. retire. Yep. Wow. That's that's not been that long within the last what couple of years. Yeah, it's crazy. Happened. I got out when I was what, fifty fifty four. Yeah, I was fifty four when I got out. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was out at fifty uh fifty one. I saved seventeen months of sick time, bro. Hey, I came to work counts. half dead because I was dealing with people who were sick and diseased anyway. Oh yeah. Shit. Come yeah. to work. You, you gotta give back, you know what I'm saying? They give you the gotta COVID give back. back. <laughs> Don't say All right, guys. Here we go. We, yeah. <laughs> hey, I took that. Uh, I took that test. I told Hound Dog. Yeah, we got in. Oh yeah. Facebook jail, but you can take a test to get out of jail. Did you pass? I passed, man. Yeah, you wouldn't know what you couldn't fill it. Are we out of jail? Well, Ross had Ross said the C word. We were until tonight, so uh, I guess we may be back. Yeah. Any last oh, yeah. words, guys? Yeah, I had a lot of fun tonight, dude. We were rolling tonight. I got a little buzz. We're doing good. This is a fucking fun story. Oh, yes, it went went, went real. And uh, we try to be educational and teach people things about law enforcement. If you have any topics, anything you'd like for us to talk about, anything at all you want us to go over, if you disagree with us, we'd like to hear that, too. Put it in the comments. Please hit that subscribe button and like button and support this show. And drink Boone's Bourbon. Yeah. Drink it up. Hey, hey, any other, any any funny comments, questions, anything? You just go down there and say, "Hey, Rodnator, shut the fuck up." Hey, hey maybe that uh, what, what's that guy, That'd Big Booty Daddy, whatever, whatever he is, maybe he's listening. He can comment. 
Big Daddy's Cash App. We like get to have him on the show. That man. Big Daddy, if you listen, <laughs> give us a holler. We'll put you on the show with us. Yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah. Get some of them big yeah. booty hoes training out. Come on up. <laughs> As always, let's drink the ballot. Drink responsibly. First responders, be careful, man. Get home safe. And it's been a Studio 77 production. <laughs>